This is an SJC Radio production. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to um, episode 16 of series 7 of Pit Stop. Today I'm joined by, in no particular order, Ed, Hello. Joe and Finn. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. I'm going to start evening. off. What's that, Finn? <laughs> Good evening, Finn. I'm going to start off with news. and I'm going to start off because we're going to go in. We're no longer going to start off with Formula 1 news. Hang From on, now sir. on, Formula sir. 1 will be... Yes, I've got, I've got a bit of pit stop news that's relevant to pit stop. Oh, well, let's start Can off I with that it? then. Yes. Well, uh, I'm not sure you you are probably aware as as uh, Ed and Finn and and Will, but the listener may not be. So yeah. I thought I'd, I'd let them know. But we are now on Spotify, so producer Tom's worked his magic, oh, okay. and if you now look at um, pit stop with Mr. Bird, or maybe just pit stop, uh, it should come up, and you yeah. can listen to every episode ever including the snippet that Ed and I recorded uh, when we were in about year seven. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's there, and that's probably the most streamed. I think we're also we've... on Apple on, on iTunes, I think, as well. So it's probably the most used streaming I, I, platform. I, you know, so we're now a lot more available. You know more than I do about that, Joe. I, I do know that, that Tom's created a rather nice... Was he created a sort of a homepage, a website for us, Joe? Uh, yeah, not a website, but like a, a, a spot on Spotify, essentially, yeah. So that that's the thing where it's got all the episodes. I've got my I put my profile on there. I don't know if you've seen that at all. You put your profile on Spotify. I haven't I haven't seen that. No, it, on that on that but, thing that that Tom created. It's got all the episodes. It's got. There what's it is. the website address? I'm not sure. I'm not. Sh- I don't know, but it's on Spotify. I'm, I'm not it's entirely sure. Mister Bird. Okay. So. Oh, it's um, cool, pretty, and it's, Yeah, that is pretty. I'm surprised cool. by that. I just thought I'd let the listener know. Yeah, it is go. pretty cool. So, um, the point I was making just now was that Formula One, we're going to relegate to the to the sort of um, the bottom of everything. So, we're going to start off with everything else, uh, and then Formula One will come last every time because Formula One gets enough promotion, and also Formula One's rubbish anyway. So, uh, obviously, the big news, uh, of course, is uh, Pekka Banyaya uh, winning the MotoGP Championship couple of facts for you that was the first uh world championship for an italian on an italian bike in guess um, i know it's how like long 30, 30, how many years know. ago was last because i know it's the it's okay the anybody first... else actually about 60 years what was that sorry it's the like the third yeah, first it's, it's 50 um, years. world championship uh, it's 50 Oh, yeah, but, but this is the first, you, you are right there, Finn, but this is the first Italian on an Italian bike. The last time, I think, was 1972, which was 50 years ago. 
Um, here's an interesting fact. Um, well, I'm gonna it's even guess the answer to this. So Banyaya, MotoGP world champion, you know the the best um, you know, rider in the world. When he joined the MotoGP sort of circus, so he started off in Moto3. How many points did Bagnaya score in his first season in Moto3? 12. How many did he get a race? 120. For the whole season. Yeah, you, you would have yeah. thought so. Ed, do you want to have a guess? Uh, 40. The answer is zero. He scored zero points in his first season um, no. in Moto3. So, you know, yeah. we, we could all learn from that, I suppose. Yes, we can. There, yes, there we is can. a there is a there's a message in there. There's a, there's a lesson there in is. that, isn't there? There is. If you don't first, you don't succeed. Try, try again. So, thank you very Absolutely. much for that, sir. Poetic end of that story. I've got another interesting fact, uh, which I only discovered the other day. I've often wondered why he's called Pecco Bagnaia because his his name is Francesco Bagnaia. So, why on earth is he called? Pecco, do you know? Do you know? Do you know why he's called Pecco? Could it be a bit like how Sergio Perez is called Checo? Because well, in in Mexico, uh, sort of like a, a not a nickname, but sort of like a shortening of Sergio is Checo. So is it something that to do doesn't with that? that doesn't make sense to me? How can Checo be a short if you form think of Sergio? Names like that. There are lots of things like that in Brit in English, though, isn't there? I'm trying to think of one now. I'm trying to still uh, to think of one, but there are things I like guess where I, I can think of one. A Bob is short for Robert. There you go. Perfect. There, there we go. So, so okay. Well, the reason why he's called Pecco is because his sister, when she was a tiny tot, she couldn't say Fran Francesco, she, so she she could only manage Pecco. So and and it stuck. Right. There we nice go. Nice story. That's that's it is. that's her. Uh, I have to say, yeah. I think that's probably one of my favourite pit stop facts. It's good, isn't right. it? Good. Good. I've often wondered that myself. Um, now, moving on to other news, Joe, something you mentioned the other day, you were talking about Audi uh, going into Formula One. That's a few years yeah. in the future, isn't it? Um, mm. Now, my personal opinion is that Audi are stupid uh, because what they were just about to enter the WEC and they had a last minute change of heart. No, let's let's not enter WEC. Let's Ooh. enter Formula One instead. That's a really dumb move. Um, they're not going to be a new team, though. Um, it's as I kind of suspected that the um, Alfa Romeo's sponsorship of Sauber is coming to an end and Audi are basically the, the new sponsor of Sauber. Well, it kind so of is, though, isn't team. it? Cause... So, it's not, so that's a bit disappointing. Okay, right. Yeah. Well, it's a new name for a team, Finn. It's a new name. Now, okay, so have you chaps got any news at all? Uh, no. <laughs> Nothing as interesting as where Pekka came from. Actually, in all fairness, in all fairness, I, 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 I often I rib Finn about how I plan everything and how Finn doesn't. In all fairness, yeah. I do have the time. I'm a very busy. You're not busy at school working. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're, you're at school, aren't you? You're, you're at school and you got lessons. So whilst you're at school, I, I'm at home. So at leisure. Um, mm. So I've got plenty of time. Have we spoken oh, about right. Logan Sargent yet? Oh, yeah. I think it's yeah, it is. What's that, Ed? Logan Sargent is a Formula 2 driver at the yeah. moment. He's been, I guess, offered a place at Williams uh, if he manages yeah, to get he his to, he needs to finish, like, super fifth license or something, or something in the championship. So he, by the end of the season. 
Was that that's a drive at, yeah. at yeah. Williams as opposed to a test drive? Yeah, yeah, like because Latifi's out. Yeah. So it would sort of fill in his shoes. Oh, that's good. Oh, um, something else, mm. Joe. Your favourite circuit, Singapore. Yep. What's going to happen to Singapore next year? Well, I know? tell you what. I hope it isn't. I hope it isn't in the daytime because the best part about it is it's at night. Unfortunately, it's not. Unfortunately, it's not moving to the day. Um, they're making a slight oh, change yeah, to they, the track. They... Right. So in the last sector, I think there's a yeah they're getting rid of like the Finn, do you know about that? bumpy bit you could say, like the it looks a bit like a, the end there's of a, a fork. Of... It goes in and out, you know. They get rid of that bit. Yes, it's like yeah, it's like a chicane, short straight well, chicane bit. Because the last, the last sector is really the only position they can make changes on that track, isn't it? Yeah, because obviously it's a straight so, circuit. You can only change. So they're making in, in, into a straight. Uh, w- which is really good, I think, anyway. It's always nice when changes are made to circuits to make them faster. I like that. Okay, so I'm going to go in with all things MotoGP, Moto3, Moto2, MotoGP. Before I do that, um, did any of you see either the, the races live or the highlights on uh, ITV4? Should, should we be honest here, everyone? Yeah, just, cause no, no, no. Well, yeah, we, no. We've got to be honest, Finn. What's that? The answer... Well, that's okay. So, <laughs> and Ed and Joe, I'm assuming you haven't seen any highlights yeah, exactly. or anything. No, I prefer to be entertained, really. Excellent. Well, I'd say this is quite good because because I'm not just telling no. our listeners what happened. Yeah. I'm also telling you as well. So I'll start off with Moto3. Um, okay, so you, you probably John know McPhee. the results. Who do you think won Moto3? Yeah, it would No, have. this is last race. That would have been nice, um, Finn. Any other guesses? Uh... Dennis Honshu. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you said Dennis Honshu. Oh, okay. uh, in fact, it was uh, Guevara, the world champion. He won. Uh, it wasn't the best race, best Moto3 race I've ever seen. But, Yee. by the way, Dennis Honshu like was though. second, Finn. It was a really good battle. Um, the last couple of laps between Honshu was... and Guevara. Honshu took the lead, sort of halfway round the last lap. He was leading into the last corner got a bit too defensive in terms of his racing line. Um, as a result, he drifted wide onto the start-finish straight and Guevara came up the inside and, and, and just Where was managed to sneak the, the victory there. But um, yeah, really pleased that Onchu came second. Been really nice had he won that. Um, I think, oh, by the way, Sergio Garcia was third. Um, I think next year, because Onchu is moving from the Tech Twark ATM to the um, oh, I've got the name of the team now. Oh, I'll come to him in a second. Basically, to, to the factory KTM team. I think Dennis Onshu could win the championship next year. So he's my tip for the Moto3 championship. Actually, now. hold on. The only way Dennis Onshu wins the Moto2, Moto3 World Championship if he takes everyone out each race. Where, where, where you... <laughs> Where's the, what track was it where he took the guy out and he like, like made a little ramp for him? That was Austin. That's quite a big that was one, Austin man. last year. That enormous accident. He got a, a, a one race ban for that. So but, Finn's just handed to us our hot take of the week. There it what's is. What's that? Well, he only wins if he takes everyone out. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think yeah. Like, I, you know I, I like Dennis. I like Dennis Onchu. There's never a dull moment when Dennis Onchu's on the track. Uh, okay, Moto Two. Who do you think won that? Ed. Who do you think won Moto Two? Any? any... I have. I know. No. Okay, idea. let's go for Joe. I know. I think I know. Is it the 
I think I do. Is it the one oh, with no, the... Um, Fernandez. I'm, I'm not what? I'm guessing this is. I'm not okay, certain. Oh, no. Is it, yeah, is it Fernandez, um, Fernandez. Acosta. Fernandez oh. was second. Look at um, that. It was oh. Acosta. So Acosta was, Acosta was first. And slightly frustrating, when we, when we did our predictions for Moto2, I started off, I said Acosta would win, and then I what? changed my mind you know and said what? Lopez. I said that you couldn't change it. Um, I said, no, no, no. What? And you said, yes, yes, yes. And I said, all right. And then look at that. It's karma, isn't it? It's karma. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you. Well, I, I think, let's say Finn's exactly. in charge and what Finn says goes. So my prediction of Acosta winning stays. So <laughs> I've got I've got a Moto GP or maybe even Moto 2 question of the week. We're on Moto 2, but carry on, yeah. Uh, well, it's I don't know which one it can be applied to. Who's the one with the name with Yeda in it? Because he's my favourite. I, I don't know. Because when you when you read the name... Um, you added that bit on. Now that might be his sort of correct Middle. name. Um, feminine. I, I don't know. Fermin okay. Glerda. So he drives for Better Tools Speed Up. Now hold on. That's hold on. Stop. 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 That's right. Aldegar. His name's Fermin Aldegar, and he is he's um, Lopez's teammate. Him and Jack Miller are my, oh, yeah. my two favorite drivers. There you go. I thought now would be the good time to announce that. I thought now would be a good time to announce him because we're, we're on the MotoGP section. Does anyone else have any favourite drivers? Uh, yeah. John McPhee and um, Crunchlow, if he stays, but he's not going to. Uh, he won't. He won't. He, he was just filling in. Ed, Ed, sir, who are your, who are your mm. two favourite riders? Well, historically, I'm a glory supporter, so it's got to be Pecco Benyaya, uh and Valentino Rossi. Even though he's retired. Yeah, we've gone so, slightly so. we've gone slightly off off piece a bit, but I'm gonna answer I'm gonna I'm gonna give my answers to that, Joe. My answer <laughs> Okay, my my favourite rider out of all of them, I'm gonna go for it's gonna be Fabio Quattuaro. <laughs> can I can I get us back on onto the beast? So I'm talking yeah, about Moto T. Fernandez was second. He's now obviously he's world champion. Uh, Agura, you might see what happened to Agura. Agura crashed. He crashed. Right, yeah, he crashed. Uh, Arbelino was third. Quite a good Moto Two race. Some really some very aggressive riding between fighting between Acosta and well one of my favourites, Lopez. Sorry, Joe. Uh, my other favourite rider was Lopez. Right. Um, Lopez ended up. Lopez ended up crashing, actually. Um, here we go. Here's quite an easy question to answer. What happened to Celestino Vietti in the race? God knows. Come on. It's quite an easy one to answer. Crashed. Oh, he crashed. He crashed. So this was this is the rider who, start the season, I think he won two of the first three races, and I think he was second in the other one. Start the season, he was, I, I think we all assumed he was going to walk the championship. Um... In the last 11 races, how many crashes has he had in the last 11 races? Uh, nine. Uh, Eight. Okay, not, it's seven, actually. Ooh. But seven out of the last 11 races, he's crashed. It, it, see, I've said this before. In, in MotoGP or Moto2 or, or, or Moto3, once you start crashing, you can't stop crashing. Uh, and don't ask me why. I don't know. But it, I've just noticed that trend. Right, moving on to MotoGP. Do we know the result? Uh, yeah. 
Well, hold on. Oh, okay, the, 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 you'll never, if you don't know it, you'll never guess it. None of us saw this coming. Um, only one of us it had was... this rider in the top three in our predictions, and that was Will. Okay. Had him as uh, second. Finn, Finn, do you know who, who won? Um, I'm going to have a little guess. Was oh, okay. it Nakagami? No, pfft, well, that would have been a miracle. <laughs> had it been Nakagami. Yeah, it would have. You it know, was... you've got to go for long shots nowadays. You never right. know what's going to happen. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> i tell you what. I was really pleased this rider won, uh, mainly because of the team he rides for. And, oh, and, I, feel, and I feel a certain affinity with this team. We, we Wasn't sure... Jack Miller going to win, then he crashed? Um, Jack Miller did crash. So uh, my favourite drivers haven't have come out a bit bruised from this yeah, week, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, okay, um, Alex Rins won on the Suzuki. Oh, yeah, of course he did. Because well I done. like that bike. It's pretty cool, the blue one. Well, um, Matt Oxley, who is, if, if you want to, he's, he's the best uh, MotoGP journalist there is. So um, he, he writes for Motorsport magazine. He said of Rins's victory, he said it was the most embarrassing victory in MotoGP history. Ooh, the most well, embarrassing. Why do you think he said that? Is it, that's not, not not a comment about Rins, by the way. Oh, he said okay. it was the most embarrassing victory in MotoGP history. Was it because because... people should and could have won? No. Because it's... he was he's on a slow bike. No, it's because um, Suzuki are now no more. That was their last ever race. They've pulled out of the championship. And... I think he's referring there, he's commenting on the sort of Suzuki management, um, you know, the, the, the people who make the decisions about budgets and the people who made the decision to, to actually axe the, the, the programme. Because developing, creating a MotoGP bike that can win is very, very difficult. Look at Honda, for example. Honda, this is the first year for a very long time that Honda haven't won a race. So it's very difficult to, to make a MotoGP P-bike, which is capable of winning. Suzuki have managed this, and now they're going to, their bike is being binned. That's it. So, basically, it's really, really daft uh, that they're pulling out. So, I didn't mention, going back to the MotoGP result, second, and none of us had this rider in our top three, was Brad Binder. Binder. I I never saw that coming. And third, uh, well, one of us had this rider in their top three. That was me. Actually, uh, Jorge oh. Martin. So it wasn't Luca Marini then? No. I think right. Luca Marini did it. I can't remember where he finished, actually. Now, what does this tell us? So four of us made predictions for the top three. Um, and right. only two of us were able to um, pick a rider who finished in the top three. Was uh, I one of them? Us, well, it wasn't you, Finn, no. Oh. That's surprising. And none of us got a rider in the right position. What does that tell us? It tells us that predicting pundits. Yeah, well said. Probably, yeah, either we're terrible pundits. You're probably right there, Joe. I'm or pretty good though. MotoGP <laughs> and Moto2 are oh. almost impossible to predict. If I look at Moto2, only one of us, no, actually Joe, Joe, funny enough, you got two of the top three. Not you in mean the right by funny order. enough, sir. The amount, the amount of MotoGP research <laughs> I've been doing. Well, there we go. Well, perhaps appropriately, bearing in mind how much research you did, you yep. got two of the top right. three. Um, I got 
Acosta, but I did say Acosta would win, as as Finn remembers. Um, hey, who was who? Who did I have? You you said gone. Finn, you went for a guru. Gonzalez, uh, Roberts. Oh, I did, and then I went Joe Dixon. Roberts. Who was well, Dixon disappointed all of us. A bit woeful. Um, oh well. Now next year, here's my prediction for next year. It's going to be. I probably mentioned this last week. Moto two next year is going to be unbelievably competitive. I think it's going to be between. Uh, Acosta, Lopez, and Agura. Um, the commentators were saying they think Dixon be in the mix, but Dixon's got to be a little bit. He's got to get better at qualifying because he tends to do really well in free practice, and then he messes up in qualifying, um, and he hasn't won a race yet. I don't think you can be a contender for next year's championship if you haven't won a race yet. So, I think we're going to see a, a lots of good battling between Lopez and Acosta and the Gura next year, which we saw, obviously, at Valencia. Really good crowd at Valencia. I think it's about 100,000 on race day. Valencia is not the best circuit in the world. Very difficult to overtake on. The races tend to be a bit processional, but brilliant place to have the season finale because it's such a fantastic atmosphere there. What I love about... Um, it's great having a season finale where you had two championships uh, still to be settled. I just love the atmosphere at the end. I just love the sort of camaraderie, the friendship uh, between the riders. That, that's very evident. It was very evident at the end of the race. And I like the emotion as well. Um, Alex Rins was, he, apparently he was crying on the grid before the race started. He was in tears. He was crying afterwards. Um, I just love all the emotion. Completely different to that, um, I don't know. Um, Can we just Formula stop it there one. quickly? You sound, you sound, when you say you love it when the emotion is, but you're talking about how Alex Rins is crying. Well, but he's crying, but, but he was crying for joy yeah, afterwards. But, mm, I mean, what about the start, though? Well, a, a combination of probably, well, sadness, really. Um, yep, yep. But you just said you like that. Yeah. <laughs> Mad <laughs> man. Alex Rins is... All right, can we just, can we just go back? Because I want to give a prediction for Moto2, Moto actually. Hold on, it's all finished. Oh, for next year. Yes. Yes, Finn. Yes, you plumb. Um, I'm I'm actually gonna go Aaron Cannett. Yes, um, what happened to Aaron Cannett? He was right. He was, he was in third or fourth position. What happened to Aaron Cannett in the race? Do you think, Finn? Oh, uh, he crashed. He crashed. Um, but I like I, him. Oh, by the way, he finished third in the championship, but again, he hasn't won a race. But he'll be up there. I do like Aaron Cannett. Right, moving. I don't, on. I don't think your prediction or your saying of like if they don't get a win, they're they're not going to win ever. I think that's pretty. Well, that's probably so. yeah. I mean, I, I probably exaggerated it slightly, but winning is a habit. Once you start winning, I think once you get your first win, the other wins are much easier to get. It's very difficult to get right. that first win, as is evidenced by Dixon and Canet. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, right. Moving on. So I've talked a lot about MotoGP. Now, Ed, let's go to Ed. <clears throat> Ed, yes. have, have you been following Formula One, the races, uh, over the summer? Uh, well, sort of. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. It has been quite boring recently. Yeah. But you know, I don't watch the races. I don't watch the highlights. But I will check my phone. Sort of. That's interesting. You know, after the race on a on a Sunday evening. That, that, that's interesting. See what's Ed, so, but, at the start of the season, you were yeah. probably watching the races. I imagine. Yeah, where I could. Yeah, that's interesting. That is definitely. And I tell you what, credit to Joe because Joe has stuck with Formula One. 
So, so Joe, you're the yeah. only place, you're yeah. the only one. Finn, did you watch Formula One? Yes. Do you? I, I don't know how you don't know that, to be honest. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I know. I know you used to watch Formula One, but I still, still do. Are, you still do. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? To be honest, um, I've I've have missed quite a few races this season because oh. there's so many. Yeah. I know. Okay. I know how many times you said this, and the amount of times I also disagreed with you, but. I think it's about time I'm going to have to agree because I have missed about five or six races this year. Because? Because I am a very, very busy young lad. Because <laughs> you're very busy. It's not because it's... Yeah, yeah. And it's not because it's very boring. Well, no, actually. if Because, uh, you know, when I'm at home, I'm actually also quite, quite not very busy. So, yeah. I need something to do. Okay. As you, you don't mind being a bit... Perhaps it might help you sort of fall asleep in the afternoon or something. Uh, right, yeah, okay. But well, I was okay. thinking... Hands off to Joe Russell, who's actually starting Formula One. Uh, so, on that note, I think we could, on the Spotify, we could make a combination about, uh, you know, however long on pit stop we've talked about MotoGP and Moto2, put that into a long compilation, then we can give it to the listeners um, so they can play it at night when they're struggling to sleep. Well, that's good. It's relaxing, isn't it? Well, oh, yeah. Also extremely boring. To be honest, if I, if I heard... Um, Big Nick's voice when I was sleeping. I think I'd be absolutely terrified. <laughs> Thank you for that, Finn. Thank you for that. You'd be like, yes, and they should get rid of DRS. Just if we're about to go to sleep. It's just, just, just yeah, right. okay. Okay, so, Joe, Formula One, you are now our Formula One man. You are the Nick Damon of Pit Stop. Nick Damon is the midweek motorsport Formula One correspondent. I know. You are yeah. our Nick Damon. He gets very excited about Formula One. Yeah. What about me? Oh, there's Finn as well. I, thought, I forgot yeah. about yeah. Finn. Oh, no, no, I'm, but, I'm, no, hold on. How no. do you forget about me? Yeah, but, but You're Finn, the Damon, Joe. I'm the Nick. You're but, the Damon, I'm the Nick. I fancy the Nick. But, but Joe, yeah, in yeah. all fairness, you've watched all the races Finn hasn't. Yeah, so, so that well, gives me priority to take Nick. It, it does. And then he gets Damon. It does. Absolutely, right. it does. Now, Joe... And yes. Ed, and, and possibly Finn. This weekend, it's Formula One this weekend, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Brazil, Interlagos. Should be Interlagos. Good. Right, okay. Joe, over to you. Why should I bother even watching the six-minute highlights? Because it's like six minutes. It's not that long. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm a very busy man. You're not. You're, telling us you're at home ninety percent of the <laughs> right, day. Right, Finn, shut up. Right, okay, Joe. So, uh, other okay, than so that, why, you want, you want why should I watch argument. the half-hour highlights? And you want what? a proper argument rather than it's a short period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so tell okay. us why we should watch. Because it's a great track, isn't it? It's the pinnacle of motorsport. Yeah. It is a good track. I give you that. Interlagos is a very good circuit. I like yeah, the Senna also, It's a nice, yes, nice great. track. Well, it's just a, it's just a good track overall. And if Ferrari have pace, it could be a very interesting race. Uh, and qualifying is always always going to be interesting around there. And I'm not sure about the weather because I haven't researched it because I'm not as prepared as you are. But if it's wet, it could be even more interesting. Okay. And past races at... Actually, Interlagos does tend to produce good racing, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Okay. Like Abu Dhabi. Yes, well, the new Abu Dhabi. Um, Ed, uh, <laughs> what, what about you? Any thoughts about Brazil... Will you be watching it, Ed? Yeah, well, um, I think because it's Brazil, I will be watching. It's one of my favourite tracks. And, you know, I think it's... it's <laughs> Joe's getting very excited. I don't know why. But, yeah, I, I love Interlagos. I think, I think it's brilliant. So, I think I might give it a watch. Yeah. But I'll, I'll look at the result 
first and see if it's anything to be excited so, about. So, see if it's Verstappen P1, Perez P2, the Claire P3. Not would you, Ed, would you have a quick read of the, the race report before deciding to watch it to sort of... I think I would have heard about something if it had happened. Yeah. Um, but normally you can look at the result and sort of yeah. tell if it's been interesting. Because a lot of the time it's just same, same old thing. Joe is desperate to come in with something. Joe? It's going to be raining. Oh, oh mad. Oh. So, okay. So that, that adds... Hallelujah. It could be maybe a little less predictable than the other races, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Finn, are you going to be tuning in? Yeah, mate. You are? Yeah. All right, okay. Very good. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Of course I am. Of course you are. Well, yeah, so I, I won't be watching any of it. I, oh, God. Uh, mainly because there's other motorsport on this weekend. There's the World Superbikes. Um, now the MotoGP season is over. Uh, I'm always a little bit sad when it's over. I'm feeling a little bit sad. The season's over. Um, so... But there is well superbikes still going, and that's from Mandalika. Um, that's in Indonesia, so I'll, I'll check that out. There's also the last round of the World Endurance Championship. Um, it's the eight hours of Bahrain. I can't say I'm massively excited about that because Bahrain's a bit of a dull circuit. Uh, unfortunately, the Glickenhaus, they didn't compete in the last round at Fuji. They're not competing in Bahrain. The new Peugeots, I don't like at all. I think it looks stupid. Um, it's also the last race for the GTE Pro category. So those are the factory um, cars from Porsche, Ferrari and uh, Corvette. Um, so it's the last race for that category. So I will be tuning into that uh, on and off. Uh, but I won't be watching any Formula One. Um, quote of the day, Joe... Okay, so I've already had a good quote. That was from Matt Oxley talking about um, Rinz's uh, Valencian victory being the most embarrassing. You got well, a quote, would you, Joe? Like, would you like that to be the quote of the the week? No, I, and you got another quote. Should I say? No, 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 no. Save yours as well. Well, I think what's what sets us apart here at Pitstop with Mr. Bird is is this quote here, and I think you'll find it really profound. Yeah. So what sets us apart here is people don't, I've got a quote here from Stephen R. Covey. People don't listen with the intent of understanding, they listen with the intent of replying. But obviously that's very distant here at Pit Stop because everyone, everyone listens to understand from, from the greatness we have around us. Me. And, no, and nobody replies, do they? Well, no, because it's because all we're saying is right. Of course. So why, why do you reply oh, to actually, Joe, funny you should say that. The other day, I was on our page where I can see all our episodes, and I was just, I think, randomly clicked on an episode, and I said, and this is what this this was about. It must have been in July, and my words were, "I guarantee you, Finn, I guarantee you, Finn, that Quattararo will win the British Grand Prix, and that Quattararo will win the MotoGP Championship." What a surprise! And I said, what "I happened? guarantee you." And here we are. Well, Cotero didn't win the British Grand Prix and obviously didn't win the MotoGP Championship. And at that stage, Joe, Cotero might have been, he wasn't 92, point, 92 points at that stage, but he had a, a decent lead at that stage. And um, yeah, he ends up coming second. 
Um, uh, again, so just goes to show like, how unpredictable like Formula, how unpredictable MotoGP is. Did Joe? anyone like that quote? Because it's more where more where they came from for next week. In, well, in terms of what well, my quotes or your quotes? No, no, my quotes. There's more of them. Did you make that? Did you make that up, by the way? No, it's from Stephen R. Covey. And who's he? A quoter. <laughs> is so, is he a listener? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, that'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Pretty nifty. Right. Random Lord, man. Oh, that's me. But then, ironically, <laughs> ironically, he'd then be in, he then would be listening to reply rather than listening to understand, wouldn't he? Right. So, <laughs> so have yes, you read, he would. Have you read this in your textbook, Joe? No, no. People don't listen with the intent of understanding; they listen with the intent of replying. Is that's that something you found week. on a posting on Facebook? No, no, no. It's just something I've literally come across whilst recording. So I thought that'd be a great quote. So where, where did this come from? Did it just enter your head? No, no it's not my quote. It's from Stephen R. Covey. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, where did this quote from Stephen R. Covey appear from? Yeah. Oh, it was on Facebook. Right. I said, was it on Facebook? You said no. <laughs> right, it was on Facebook. Right. Excellent. Right. I love this show. Yeah, we'll have another one of those next week, if you like, Joe. Um... I've got a feeling we've we've covered everything really. So, Joe, you're going to watch the F1, and yep. you're going to tell us all about it because yep. uh, Ed may or may not. Finn, I think he might. <laughs> yes, he will. For goodness' sake, <laughs> stop doubting me. <laughs> okay, so Finn, Finn, and Joe feedback on Formula One next week. I will not watch any of it. I'll talk about uh, World Superbikes and the WEC. Okay, so I think does anyone, that, does that, that's all for... Uh, like, um, do you know, he's not even got a seat next year for it, but John McPhee is going to win the World Superbikes next year. Oh, we won't be World Superbikes, Finn. He'll be in the World Superbike paddock. He's hoping to get a ride in World Supersports. That that now seems to be a route for... Uh, so Moto, mainly Moto2 drivers haven't quite hit off in Moto2. A lot of them have gone to right. World Supersport. Uh, but John McPhee obviously doesn't have a ride in Moto2. He can't, he's not allowed in Moto3 because he's too old now. There's an upper age limit there. So he hasn't got a ride yet, but the hope is he'll get a ride in uh, World Supersport next year. Hey, hey, Finn, if he does, then you'll be tuning in on Eurosport to watch World Supersport, won't you? Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah, he does deserve a, a decent ride, John McPhee. Um, right. Okay, so, so next week... Uh, Finn and Joe will tell us all about uh, the Grand Prix uh, from Brazil. Yeah, hopefully and another things. quote. And and you'll have another quote as well. Yep. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, I think I think we'll end it there. Um, Why haven't we done predictions though? Oh, predictions! Well done. Oh gosh, hold on. Yeah, Formula yeah. One predictions. Oh, oh shut up, boy. Is anything more dull I'll, I'll than kick, Formula I'll One kick off predictions? Like, guys. Right. Um, do you know? You know, if you don't want dull predictions, then you should always come to me first. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we'll do that then. You've got a point, um, Finn. Yeah, we will, Finn. Let's third have some place. excitement from you. Um, yep, third give place. Give us your top three for Brazil. Top three in third place. You know, actually, I'm going to take inspiration from my F1 career. I was playing um, in wherever we are. I forgot where we are. Brazil. That's it. Yeah, and. Um, there was a safety car and Guan Yu Zhou finished second, so I'm going to put him third. I like that. Yep, yep, I know you do. And then Yuki Sonoda, 
in right. second. Yeah. And then Hamilton to win. Well, that, I'll tell you what, the Hamilton win, it could happen, couldn't it? Because there aren't many sort of storylines in Formula One. This season, there's been almost no stories at all. But one story has been Hamilton's been getting slightly better in the Mercedes this year. So that could oh, happen, actually. Yes. Right. Joe, let's go to our expert, Joe. Yeah. That's you, Joe. Yeah. I know. Well, yeah. Do you think you're funny? What, what Joe or me? No, you. <laughs> What's it being you? funny thing? Right, Joe, give us yeah, your top you three. Are. Top three. Um, yeah. Have you, heard, have you heard of the term of uh, the Asian century? No. It's basically the idea that, um, or the theory, that uh, this 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 century has been dominated by countries from from Asia, yeah, and which which you could say it has been. So that's for that reason to commemorate that. My podium will all be consisting of of um, people who originate from Asian countries. I tell you what, Joe, you're, you're quite a good advert for Ride School here. You've you've become very intellectual since you left St yep. John's yep. and you've gone <laughs> yeah, to Ride. It. So this is a very that's good it. advert for Ride School, and yep. I, I'm afraid to say. Um, Finn, you're not the best advert for Portsmouth Grammar School. What are you on about, mate? Come on! Actually, no, no, in all fairness to our listeners, Ed also go, goes to the grammar school. So, a bit of yeah. balance there. <laughs> right, Joe, give us your top three then. Uh, my top three, um, we've got we've got Alex Albon third. Yeah. We've got uh, Guan Yu Zhou second. Oh, yeah. It's quite popular, Yuki isn't it? Yeah. And yeah, Tsunoda is going to win this one. Right, right. I love that. There are some quality predictions. Right, these Good. are okay. Ed, Ed. let's keep it. Let's Ed. keep it simple, right? Do what we've do what now, we've done. Now, Ed, don't forget you are. Are we, are we going Ed, realistic? You are representing. No. Yes, we are. Both, both, you are both representing. Both grammar school yeah, we are here, going Ed. realistic, but we're not. If you know what I'm trying yeah. to Ed, say. Ed, you are representing yes. the grammar school. I am representing the grammar school. Yes, uh, that's very true. Hmm. Come on, man. Uh, I, I, there's going to be rain. We know that yep. already. Oh, so okay. I'm seeing a lot of cars going off at turn one. Yep. First lap of the yep. race. I'm thinking someone like uh, Latifi does a classic Latifi. Yeah. Takes out the whole of the top ten. Oh, yeah. And then we've got Sebastian Vettel, Lance Stroll, <laughs> and... Uh, Everyone else is out. Uh, Everyone else is out. Fernando Alonso. No so Fernando Alonso. <laughs> the only three <laughs> ones left. Only the two Aston Martins finish. Alonso to win, Ed. Uh, yeah, we got. Uh, to be fair, uh, Vettel's winning. Vettel's winning. That would be lovely. Yeah. Stroll. Uh, Alonso P two. And then Stroll. When you start the nice. back, no one can take you out. What a tactic! Right. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to go true. slightly it's different true. to you people. I'm going to go. First, oh. Verstappen. Now, watch out. Second, Perez. Boy. Third, Hamilton. Because let's yep. face it, let's face it, that's going to happen because Formula One is so predictable. Right. right okay, Boy, we are going right. to stop it there. Re- realistically, I think Hamilton's going to win. I think he's going to put in brackets on your predictions, Hamilton, to, to win. Um, of course, if, Hamil- <laughs> if Hamilton doesn't no, win... In Brazil or Abu Dhabi, be the first year he hasn't won. He's yeah. won in every single year. Um, that's not a reflection on Hamilton 
being not as good as he was. It's a reflection on his car not being as good as his other cars. What does that show us, and, everybody? Um, it shows us that in not Formula driver. One, 99.9% of it is down to the machine. And driver input counts for very, very little. Right, on that bombshell, fun. Finn, we're going yeah. we're gonna to leave it there. Right. So next week, we'll talk about, we'll see how our predictions pan out. Um, got a feeling imagine about, just imagine feeling. let's just think about it you will look like a ripe potato if flipping flipping stroll wins it wouldn't yeah. you? it would be well, absolutely madness and imagine there is an asian top three it would be incredible it would right? be incredible well then you would look like i think a he's prepared ball. to take that risk i think he's prepared absolutely. to take that risk all will you know? be revealed next week until then it's goodbye <laughs> goodbye bye 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 <laughs> Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the About page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well